The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to the panel discussion. It is another episode of Spooptober. I should have done this last time, but warning, because this is our Halloween edition, uh, some of these comics are scarier and gorier, and our descriptions uh, are pretty in-depth. In so uh, be warned in advance. But as always, I am Greg Knowlton, one of your three hosts today. I am joined by my good friend on my right. This is this is my right. Matt. <laughs> He even pointed to you, man. <laughs> Come on. Come on down. It's dark in here. <laughs> and to his left is Will. How's it going, everybody? Well, My we left are back. Man. No Micah today. No Micah today, but that is that is okay. Um, we miss Micah, as always. And we really hoping, because today's the first day Greg has been able to record in the pod cave. Yeah, I'm going to hear to fill it up with my man stank. That's why I bought these Hawaiian Oasis. And my, my these one baby vomit. <laughs> these one dollar. The Renewsits. <laughs> they smell nice, actually. That's why I've got really two. Nice. Yes. You do, you, don't. you are surrounded. And the disinfectant cleaner <laughs> is right in front of you. Um, that smells good. Uh, but yeah, we are back. You, this is your home for uh, weekly pop. Uh, well, not pop culture. No, it's comic book. I guess a little bit of pop culture. Pop culture. Toys. Toys. Movies. Toys. Toys. Motion pictures. <laughs> We get it. we we take a little bit of everything. We even talk about the talkies. We do what we want. <laughs> we do what we want. Uh, yeah, a little bit of everything here at the panel discussion. We thank you for your support for the month of Spooptober. Uh, let's start off. Apparently, there's some news, news and stuff, and, and yeah, yeah. yeah who, wants to, who wants to kick us off with I'll, news? I'll kick it up with the. The quick random news, uh, Empty Man is a boom comic. It came out um, in 2014 and then again in 2019. And it is all about this creature that creates a virus um, within people's minds, causing them to basically kill themselves, kind of similar to the happening. Is but it the trees? Better. No, not the trees. It's the trees? It's a terrifying <laughs> creature. Uh, they're making it into a movie. Disney is actually the ones releasing it through Fox, I believe. Um, and it is being released on the 22nd on streaming services. It looks super weird. It did take some of like the Candyman tropes. If you say Empty Man or think Empty Man while blowing on a pop bottle or a glass bottle he, on a bridge, he invades your mind. How am I supposed <laughs> to get my jug band going? <laughs> don't, just don't do it on a bridge. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's that's our venue. <laughs> Over the creek. So they with added... Ob and, uh, with, 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 Otter Emmett, his river band. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> Come on. The otters are all dead. It's, no. <laughs> they, they ended. That jug band, we got to get going. <laughs> <laughs> Great start. But yeah, so that um, is being released on the 22nd of October, so very soon. Um, it looks like they took some liberties with the comic material, but I'm interested to see how it, it comes out. I'm always excited for like a new comic-based horror movie. I'm kind of hoping all of Joe Hill's stuff gets picked up like Lock and Key did. Uh, but yeah, there's that. That's my little tidbit. Cool. Uh, I got some news for you guys. Since we're you know we talk about a little bit of everything, movies and stuff, the Fast and the Furious franchise is finally coming to an end. Darn. <laughs> I haven't watched one first past the first motion picture. Hey. Wait, no, I did see Tokyo Drift on. Turner Broadcast System. Are we still going to get Hobbs and Shaw? I hope not. So it's it's not over, because there's going to be like 12 Hobbs and no, Shaw movies. let it die. I'm so sick of this franchise. I just watched Hobbs and Shaw, and I didn't hate it. It, it wasn't good. It would have been great <laughs> if it wasn't under the Fast and Furious. Uh, under yeah. the Fast, uh, It didn't need to have the Fast and Furious like title with it. No, not at all. These, well, mo yeah. these movies are absolutely trash, by the way. They are so bad. They have lost what it originally was about. I didn't like what it was originally Being fast about and furious. Yeah, it was about cool street races. Now it's like Vin Diesel and fighting like military people. He's going to be fighting John Cena in the next one, who's his brother. brother? Yeah, yeah. I believe that those two are brothers. Uh, can't you <laughs> see the likeness? <laughs> like what? <sighs> brother and biceps are about as big as mine. Batista uh, wasn't available. Yeah, it's really the only thing Vin <laughs> Diesel has going. Like he tries to get other. He's got root. Oh, All that amazing voice work. <laughs> Yo, he's got a song. 
does, does he? Have Did a you song. hear it? No, I have not. It's not awful. Hold your horses. Hold your horses. Is I'm... it as good as Russell Crowe's band? No, Russell Crowe's band is amazing. Yes. What is it? The very real f- right. fear of God or whatever it is. Will we get copyrighted for this? Probably not. He's gonna come for us. He's gonna show up in his charger. Yeah. It's not what I expected. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's just talking. Well, it worked for Neil Diamond for years. Yeah. I think Bob Dylan had Bob, a career. Yeah, Bob yeah. Dylan, Bob Dylan had made a career off that. Pretty good go. It just sounds like he has peanut butter on the roof of his mouth all the time, and oh. I hate it. <laughs> I can't take I can't do it. <laughs> That's actually a very good description of his <laughs> vocal patterns. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he eats a lot of peanut butter. It's <laughs> just a trailer full of peanut butter it's, jars. <laughs> it's in the harmonica. Some 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 people have requests for Skittles. Some people have requests for M and M's. Vin oh. Diesel has jars of peanut butter. <laughs> it's like when he's on that grill in those movies. It's just he's grilling peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> just Peter Pan <laughs> yeah. on the grill. Yeah. That's just all he's doing. <laughs> he, just, he he uh, marinades his chicken in peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. We're not friends. We're family. I think that's why <laughs> Dwayne Johnson had to leave. He has a peanut allergy, and it just things didn't go well. That's probably what caused her feud. But um, that actually has nothing to do with. Uh, I did not mean for this conversation to go as long <laughs> as it did. But uh, yo, screw the Fast franchise. I hate it so much. We just lost all of our viewers. So you don't like Listen. the Fast ones, but do you like the Furious part of the <laughs> franchise? He I, likes the ants. There is a lot of Furious now. There's a yeah. lot of furiosity. So you you're good with the furiosity. <laughs> The ferociousness of the franchise. <laughs> the last Just one was not what? the speed. You have a problem with the speed. The it's, last one wasn't even didn't even have fast in the title. It was the fate of the furious? Was so it? that one's okay with you. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Not not a single one of them. I just uh, want and. Just the that's and the next movies. one. And. And the. And the. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. I'm excited for them to go to space though, so I can just watch. It. I mean, it's it's this is Sharknado level. That's not gonna of... be good. I mean, Jason went to space. It was awful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> When Machete went to space, it was awful. <laughs> Wait, that was a thing? No. Yeah. <laughs> the, the third movie, they, they teased Machete yep. goes to space. Are you serious? Yeah. They didn't pick that one up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Unfortunately. That's, dis- that's actually disappointing. Uh, so, yeah. That, I still, totally random tangent, but I still love to this day that Machete, be, I know it's all Robert Rodriguez, but he actually put Machete in the Spy Kids movies as the kid's uncle. <laughs> Yeah, well, th- those came out before Machete. Yeah, yeah, but like so that was his name. <laughs> yeah, just went, it's the same character. He's even said it's like, yeah, it's the same character. He's just toned down because he's around kids. He's not an animal. He's not a <laughs> like, savage. <what>? The, the like the first time I saw a Robert Rodriguez movie was I think Once Upon a Time in Mexico, and yeah. then it was like, we're gonna watch Spy Kids. I was like, what is this? It's so good. <laughs> it's, so they're good. both so, great. He's such a diverse director. <laughs> his kid directed it. Probably. Once upon a time in Mexico, that is. Not oh, yeah, kids. exactly. <laughs> and Desperado. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, news. <laughs> We're the podcast that can't stay on topic. That's nope, our real not, topic. Not at all. <laughs> not um, staying on one. I believe, uh, yeah, uh, two more weeks. We get the last uh, last Ronin, I believe. Yeah. No, wait, one more week. One Sorry, more. one more week. Uh, we get the last Ronin. Uh, I'm pretty jazzed for that. Um as far as did you guys see there's talks that they cast or are looking to cast Miles Morales for Spider-Man 3? Ooh, I didn't. I'm I'm cool with that. What what, what? Spider-Man 3. They cast uh They're looking to cast or have already cast Miles Morales. Really? The Toby Maguire stuff and Andrew Garfield came out as complete rumors and they're saying it's bogus. So that's that's the rumors that it's not yeah. true. Probably just throwing you off. Uh, who knows? Who who really knows? But I like I like the idea of Miles Morales, even if he's just in it and never wears the Spider Man suit yet. Yeah, or eventually it's some I mean, kind of like team up type thing. Or... They, they already leaked. I mean, they already teased it in Homecoming with yeah. his his uncle with the prowler. Yes, yeah. yeah. So um, I'd be fine with him showing up there and like get it getting him in like the second season of Miss Marvel with Kamala Khan because they're very intertwined in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing is a uh, little bit toy news related to comic book and comic book movie news is the, uh, I mean, Eternals was supposed to come out, what, next month? Yeah. Next month, yeah. So obviously they 
made toys. They had production and merchandise mm. to go hand in hand. And the uh, action figure of the villain for the, the movie was leaked, which the villain is going to be Crow. Oh, um, not familiar uh, with that character. A lot of people aren't going to be because, I mean, I don't think a lot of people are that familiar with the Eternals. But uh, I did a little digging, and Crow is a uh, a deviant. He is um, very similar. He's like kind of same ideals as Thanos. Okay. But next level up, uh, he is a shapeshifter, so he can make himself look like anything. He's a, apparently immortal, and what he'll do is he doesn't let people know that he's immortal, and he changes his appearance slightly. And presents himself as a descendant of Crow to throw people off his scent. Um, so uh, skepticism is in the comics. He does have a relationship with one of the Eternals. Um, I believe it's the character that Angelina Jolie is playing. Okay. Um, and in the and they do have children together. So a lot of people are speculating that possibly this could be a way to retcon like. Thanos, mm. his parentage, okay, and why he he kind of felt the way he did. So, because this they they said the Eternals movie is supposed to take over, take place over a thousand years, in the MCU. So it's going to be okay. kind of dipping here and there, which probably explains why the the Black Knight's in it. Yeah, well, and they they've said that Black Knight will play like a villainous esque role before he flips hero, yeah. and yeah. I could see them kind of using him as the physical villain. Mm-hmm. And then having Crow more in the background. Yeah, he seems like he's going to be a larger threat because he's just so powerful. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, the Internals. I'm not sure what to make of this Eternals movie. So it's a uh, good cast, and that's it's a very good cast. And that's, but that's honestly, I didn't know what to expect with Guardians. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that's I look back at that. I didn't know these characters. I knew, I seen Drax before, and I knew of Rocket Raccoon, and that's all. Yeah. That's all I knew about. And Eternals would be one of my favorite like original stories in the entire MCU. So. Uh, I mean, I I know I didn't know anything about the Guardians either before that movie came out, and the marketing they did for that movie had me so excited. Like that came out the same time as the fr- the 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 newer Michael Bay TMNT movie, right. and I, I'm a TMNT diehard, so I was oddly more excited for Guardians than I was the Ninja Turtle movie. And I always it was great. Knew the more like military esque looking guardians, and I didn't really know what to expect of their personalities and stuff. So yeah, it's it's the same thing, and I'm I'm hoping that's what continues to happen with some of these characters. Oh, I f- remembered another piece of news, but um, with like the Miss Marvels that some like fans may not be as a, a, acquainted with and things like that, that they market them very well uh, and get people excited about new characters and continue to to grow their market that way. Yeah. Yeah, which is great. I mean, like, a lot of people are like, oh, imagine what the MCU would be if we had the X-Men, if we had yeah. uh, Spider-Man all this time. And I'm, I I think we wouldn't have gotten a Guardians movie. Yep. We probably would not have gotten a Captain Marvel movie. No. Maybe not even Doctor Strange. Yeah, exactly. And these lesser-known oh, yeah. you, characters. You have, to, you have to stretch out the good ones. And I, like, I'm glad everything kind of fell through. Like, it would have been wonderful to have the X-Men and this Avengers cast all together. But if you really think about it... Uh, the MCU would have, and this is you know a figure of speech, but blown their load in the first three fra- the yeah. first three, three yeah. phases. Yeah, and you know what what would have been? Yeah, yeah, people would have been excited, but uh, it just it, w- it wouldn't have been the same because all those A plus characters that people know and love would have been kind of out of yeah. the picture. And now you got to realize, you know, you gotta you gotta go by the B characters. And uh, I, I think with spacing it out, you know, we're gonna get uh, you know Spider Man's. I think he's still got quite a few movies left, yeah. but uh, you know, one, one Guardians solo at the end. And I think two team up, two team yeah. ups. Yeah. Uh, you get the Fantastic Four, you get the X Men. You're providing longevity to the yeah. to the to the MCU and the interest in it because it's not going to last forever. No, it's certainly not going to last forever. But it, the the more you space out the iconic characters, the better it will be. And they're doing a good job because they're setting up to get like small champions or young Avengers and things like that. Um, and, and again, you can have the X-Men run that. You can have a set of Fantastic Four movies and all the characters that interchange within the Fantastic Four. So that's a that's a big thing. Um, um, another like toy spoilery thing for, for possible plot points is uh, they released the pop vinyls for the WandaVision show. And a few of them are um, like there's a 1950s version. There's like a 1960s version. And in the 1970s version, Wanda does appear to be pregnant. So Ooh. that could possibly lead to um, you're talking Young Avengers. So yeah. 
That's big. Yeah. That's so. a big... I love toy spoilers. Yeah. I love it that's when the toys spoil. That's my only way I like being spoiled. <laughs> Just about. I don't like to see it, but I like to speculate. Yeah. I certainly like to speculate. And that's... I mean, that's that's a big deal. Well, yeah. The toys could all be crap. Like, they made... Again, I, I think Infinity War is a great example of it. They made, like, a Hulk toy for Infinity War, and then we never got Hulk. Yeah, they literally we did really make... They made a Funko Pop where it was the Hulk Buster, and the Hulk was busting out of the Hulk Buster. Yeah, yeah. and you never got that. Nope. So, so I'm fine with that because then you don't you don't actually know. Um, Reminds me of the Robin figure I had from Batman Returns. <laughs> there was no Robin in that movie. No, there was. There was supposed to be. <laughs> they paid Damon Wayans to stay at home and collect That's right. check. That's right. Um, and speaking of Hulk, quick backwards uh, segue. Um, now there's another rumor that uh, people jumped the gun and that. Tatiana Marsala, right? That's the type yeah. Of she's she, she's saying she, she may not be not She-Hulk. Have, yeah, yeah. So there's still oh. that's still up in the air on who is actually going to be cast uh, as that character. It's so weird because I don't know. I don't know if I can trust a lot of Disney like stuff like that. I don't. I don't know. They 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 told Ewan McGregor to to keep like deny 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 the yeah. Obi Wan thing, and then oh surprise. Even though I think that's more that's more newsworthy and that's more something you want to hold on to than. A She-Hulk casting, mm-hmm. but uh, regardless, yeah, it's it's. Uh, Which I'm fine I'm with. Not, yeah, because on the other hand, I wish that we had denied it. I I with Mandalorian, like I I would be way more excited coming into this next season if I didn't know what was going on. Right, I know that bo- that bothered Micah quite a bit. I mean, Sasha Banks is in it, which is cool, but I, and I don't know what the heck she's doing, so I, I like ho- that. I, but I, yeah. I hope she's Ahsoka. Ahsoka. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it would be better than Rosaria Dawson. I know a lot of people like her, but I, I just... Well, you also have to remember it's an older Ahsoka. Yeah. You know, so she's... it's. I'm just not a fan of her as an actress. No? she's She was okay in, like, Luke Cage and Daredevil and stuff, but she's never been anyone... And I know she's been in a ton of stuff, but she was never anyone. I was like, oh, yeah, she's awesome. Like, yeah, she's all right. Yeah, yeah. No, I hear I hear what you're saying. Um, other rumor... Oh, other rumory news that I have is... Um, there was a there's a rumor very don't I wouldn't put any stock into this but I just think it's cool to speculate that uh, they may be doing another villain origin movie uh, standalone villain origin movie for Batman with Victor Freeze. Ooh, which that's good. I really like that. I he's probably one of my favorite um, Batman rogues, and I think he's the one that like everyone knows who he is, but. He's not anyone's like real favorite. He's in my. If I had to make a top five list, he's my number two. But he's got the he and he's got one of the coolest backstories. I yeah. just watched uh, not too long ago. I think. Well, we did a Batman episode for Retro Pop, and one of the, uh, one of the, uh, just to get prepared for it, I watched the cartoon, oh, the the, so the, yeah. the Mister Freeze cartoon, yeah, where yeah. where he captured uh, Barbara Barbara Gordon and yeah. he had to get her blood to revive his own wife. Yeah, and it was a good story because they, they made him come. They can't. He came off sympathetic as a sympathetic mm-hmm. villain Very much in that so. movie. So I think you could do you could do that with all. Of, I mean, why not just milk it out with a Batman villain and, and do more stuff like that? I think Arnold's good to come back too. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad at you. <laughs> what? He's not doing nothing. Chill. <laughs> Peace. Uh, <laughs> Welcome to the Ice Age. <laughs> I know. I don't think he's. I think he's free to do it now. I probably the last time I heard about him, he was getting drop kicked in some other country at some in a martial arts tournament. Oh yeah, that was a while back. That was great. <laughs> that was last May, not this past May, but the, the like the May or June prior. Uh, yeah, that was interesting. This is totally left field, and I know the voice doesn't fit, but I would like to be cool with like a Christoph Waltz, Mister Freeze. I'd be fine with it. Just something about his personality. I also said him as like an older Riddler would be cool at one point. Mm, I don't see him as a Riddler. I want my Riddler to be lanky and that's fair. Gangly. Yeah. I just I, I I'm I a big see, I want to see fan. when it comes to the Riddler. Uh, I want to see Jim Carrey do it again. <laughs> no, I, I do. Would, I would totally. I, I know it's 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 kind of funny. It's kind of funny, but I've seen dark Jim Carrey roles where yeah. I'm like, wow, he gets really deep, and I feel like he can do this whole uh, very much more serious side of it. Than what we've seen in that movie, but you okay? Like twenty three Jim Carrey, Devil's Advocate. Tommy Lee Jones is a great actor. I have no interest in ever seeing him be Two Face ever again. <laughs> Not under a different director. Like, no, no. 
Like, That's fair. I, I don't know. I feel like Jim Carrey still has something to offer. And I feel like the older he's gotten, the better he's gotten at the more serious roles. So I would not hate. But I'm excited for this guy that they have. Paul Dano. Uh, for, yeah. for the Batman. But um, I feel like Jim Carrey is one who could find redemption. Oh. Tommy Lee Jones, though. I fully, I fully agree with you on that. I hope he, he never sees another superhero film again. No. My, bring back Tommy Lee Jones in a DC movie as Sergeant Rock. To quote Tommy Lee Jones, I cannot sanction your buffoonery. <laughs> I was about to say that, too. That's my favorite story from that movie, how much he hates Jim Carrey. <laughs> um, and last, last Batman news, uh, Carmine Falcone has been confirmed for... Uh, the Batman movie, which gives us a little more um, proof that this could be. I know me and Will were saying before that this could be Long Halloween. Yeah, that's what you were be, telling me yeah. before the episode. So uh, for sure, that that gives me another um, hint. That just means they need to cast Calendar Man. <laughs> it's ready to go. Zodiac. Uh, you gotta <laughs> cast um, Gentleman Ghost. Gotta be, gotta be the main villain, Gentleman Ghost. If it's a long Halloween, it's gotta be Gentleman Ghost. <laughs> Monocle and all. I'm in. <laughs> I think we have the long Halloween. We do. Hardcover. I yeah. think we covered it for Halloween. I don't know. We have no? never have. We've never have. I thought Johnny did. No, you, you, did you, never, connect, you never connected with him for that. Well, we did a Batman episode. We did? Yeah. Oh, we did, but I don't think we. I don't know if we did long. Halloween. I have no idea. I have to look back. I have we're to look back. we're really far out now. <laughs> I don't know what I've read. Two anymore. years and a lot of a lot of books, a lot of books. <laughs> um, but I think is that it for that's news? it for news. Nice quick. Uh, yeah, it hasn't been newsworthy. Obviously, everything with you know with twenty twenty is kind of um, put a damper on on entertainment. I in a I way, I feel like the news. Yes and no. The news coming out, it's just like fast and furious. So furious. Stop. But it's like so much comes out, and it seems like a lot of these uh, sites are just throwing stuff. It's at hypothetical the wall. because I just seen something new about the Spider-Man Daredevil thing, and it's like, oh, fans mm. are really clamoring for it. And it's like, yeah. yeah, we've been doing that for months, and you did the same article a month ago. Yeah. Exactly. Do you have any updates oh for us? It's yeah. like I know you're just it, spinning, spinning your wheels. Spin your wheels, clickbait. Yeah. BS for sure. And, for and, sure. And whatever, but. Um, very good, very good. I th- yeah, that's it for news. We could take a uh, start with our comic books for yeah. the week. I'll uh, I'll start off this week if that's okay. Go right ahead. All right. So uh, as usual, I did not pick my book too late, but Greg had a wonderful, wonderful suggestion. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah. Way to pat yourself on the back. I know. <laughs> oh, I did? I, it was what I was going to read last week. That's oh, why. I got you. Yeah, he's like, "Why don't you do it?" I was gonna look for something else, but I'll, 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 uh, I'll find, I'll find something, something that like uh, it, it spiritually means well to me um, for next time. But uh, I did like this one a lot. This is uh, Bart Simpson's Treehouse of Horror comics from. Uh, I really need to learn how to pronounce it. Horror. I always say horror. Treehouse of Horrors. I always say horror, and I, I hate myself. Horrors, <laughs> horrors are people too. Um, <laughs> Bart Simpson's <laughs> Treehouse of Horror from Bongo Comics, and this book came out in a long time ago. Uh, I don't have the exact date for it, but uh, you know, I I haven't I don't watch The Simpsons religiously, but I do know I can sit down and watch it and and you know binge it uh, most certainly. So I I I know what Trios of Horror, horror is. Uh, this is gonna but. This word so much. If there's one word I have trouble with, it's this one. Uh, I I grew up knowing about it because actually I, I don't know. If, I mean, Greg, you're close to my age. Will you might remember it? Not to not to make you seem like an old man or anything, but uh, Burger King used to have the Treehouse of Horror toys for the kids' meals. They, they did, they did, and that was a big like every like that was the big thing every Halloween mm-hmm. yep. was it. You knew it was coming. And that's that's what they just stopped. I got my watches from Burger King watches. exclusively yeah. for yeah. probably about seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, do you want a Rolex? Nah, I'm getting the Simpsons Bur- Burger King yeah. watch. They've made, does that Are we there up? yet? No. Are we there yet? No. Does the Rolex <laughs> have a button that you press and it says Icarumba? Mm, doesn't, doesn't suit me. I don't think so. Mm. Uh, <laughs> one of uh, my first ever comics... <laughs> Was one of the the first actually not one of the first comic I ever bought out of my pocket. It's got an idea. Was a oh my goodness was a Treehouse of Horror trade paperback. 
um, at a at a random bookshop we were in. I was like, this looks fun, and I that was the first comic I ever bought out of my pocket. So that's why I've been sitting on this for a while. I always <laughs> loved when Marge came out out at the beginning at the <laughs> earlier ones. Now for those at home, <laughs> this one's gonna be spooky. <laughs> Put your kids to bed. I'm rewatching. That's my like Halloween tradition right oh, now. It's ever, so good. I'm watching one a night yeah. every night. <laughs> Honey, we're going watch. Come on, hop in the car. We're going watch shopping. <laughs> <laughs> do you want a kids meal or, or do you want you want a number one with cheese, no tomato? <laughs> I tell you, there, there, there's there's more truth to that than you're letting on. And it's been more than one kids meal toy that I have done that for. Oh yeah, I think they had Rugrats watches at one point too they as did. well, yeah. and I had. I had one. They I had did a Chucky Finster. I mean, when, when episode three came out, I strictly remember going to Burger King and go, can I have five hamburger kids meals? And can you make sure I have a different toy in each kids meal so I can have one of each? My grandpa made them grab the toy bin, and he's like, if you have different toys in there, pull them all out. And he would pay. He would buy them from— You can do that now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you can just buy the toys. You 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 weren't supposed to then, but he would do it. Yeah, they, 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 it was like a hidden menu item. Yes. You could buy the yes. toys. But now they have it on that touchscreen <laughs> menu. You can just buy the toys. Which is awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. It, 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 it makes things so much simpler. Uh, but anyways, so you know it's a bunch of different stories. Different three little, stories. Come on stories. now, we know how many they're my, gonna give us. I, my my apologies. Uh, it is three stories. Gosh. I'm the worst. I know. So the first one. This is the very first one that they ever did in comic book form. Uh, it's called Little Shop of Homers. <laughs> little shop. Uh, little shop of Homers. <laughs> it's, it's feed st- me, March. <laughs> <laughs> it starts off with Homer. He's sitting on the couch. He's he's clipping his toenails. Uh, Bart's. Got some X-ray goggles. Uh, Lisa is doing a science experiment with a, with a plant, and uh, she goes to walk because the plant smells really, really bad. So, in as she's going to walk away, Homer clips a toenail that actually goes into the plant's mouth. <laughs> it's so oh, gross. It's got a taste for flesh. <laughs> it's so gross. Anyway, she does some kind of she puts some droplets or something in it. And she goes to bed, wakes up, and the thing's dead, and it smells like it smells pretty bad. Bart puts it in a bag because he's gonna use it as a uh, some kind of prank for somebody, and he's about to throw it at some the bullies in front of Quickie Mart. The cops see it, they open it up. It uh, it smells really bad, but they bring it in. They bring it into a poo, and it comes back to life, and it starts growing, and it actually its face turns into Homer's face. And it has, uh, and it has a, an obsession with eating donuts. So it's just Homer in plant form. <laughs> Basically. And Very I, nice. Yeah. And Greg, you can see it. Uh, <laughs> Will, so you good. can see it a oh. little bit. That's always like, that's the Treehouse of Horror trope. I think at one point, like, uh, Burns and Smithers take out Homer's brain and put it into a robot, and the oh. robot just eats donuts. <laughs> yeah, so good. Uh, <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great episode. It's one of the first two, I think. Yeah, that one's really good. <laughs> so. Bart and Apu go into business together. This is, keep in mind, this is Lisa's plant. They go into business together where this thing is on display, and people can pay for donuts to feed this thing as it keeps getting bigger and bigger. It becomes a big drop. People, it's like it's like going to the petting zoo and, and buying the, the 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 goat feed and, and mm. handing it to. They buy donuts and they go buy plants from Apu's Quickie Mart. Uh, Lisa gets mad, you know, tries to strangle him, whatnot. Just classic Simpsons stuff. Uh, but anyways, everybody's going down. It's it going down to the Quickie Mart, their Quickie Mart Plant Emporium, and everybody's buying plants. It looks like Krusty's walking away with a marijuana plant. <laughs> it, it, honestly, it, it's probably <laughs> it. Um, uh, Those but anyways, sneaky artists. <laughs> so the Homer plant is huge, and he's asking. He wants to buy a donut, and Apu's like, "No, no, we need him to feed the people uh, to feed the Homer plant." Uh, we just can't do it, and then it gets it it gets hungry, so it starts trying to eat people. Uh, it eats it eats Smithers, and it's attacking the uh, the cops and stuff. So they get out, and Bart's like, "Oh, look at there's a there's a Donny, Danny's Donuts truck. Let's go let's go save and feed the beast." And Homer's like, "No, this madness must end. The donuts will be saved." And he gets a lighter with uh, it looks like hairspray, <laughs> and he burns the plant. He burns the he, 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 like a flamethrower. He hits the plant, and uh, unfortunately, Quickie Mart burns to the ground. They show <laughs> they show Apu crying. Oh no! And Homer's Homer with the cops are at the uh, are eating out of the back of the truck. 
Uh, Wickham's like, job well done, man. Thanks for the hand in defeating the monster, Mr. Simpson. Mm, donuts. Yeah, you can be sure that Springfield and all of civilization will sleep all the night. And this is all on the same panel where Apu's just crying in the background. <laughs> um, it's so good. Uh, the second one is Call Me Homer, which is a... Uh, they're digging through the attic. Lisa, Homer, uh, the grandfather, and Bart. And they're looking through some old stuff. They're looking through some old toys. And then Lisa discovers a book with a bunch of famous uh, famous family members on their mom's side. And they're like, and she's like, oh, man, I, I wonder if there's anybody on the Simpsons side. And she just looks at Bart, Homer, and, and the grandfather. And she's like, oh, never mind. Uh, the grandfather. Just he's, the male gene is no good. No, it's, <laughs> it's, it's not. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it's not so much. But anyways, he's like, yeah, we had a famous person. We had a uh, – your great, 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 great-grandfather was an adventurer on the high seas. Uh, and they're all sitting down listening. Homer's – like, was he – uh, Bart's like, was he a pirate? Uh, Lisa goes, a naval officer? And Homer goes, was he Popeye? And Abe goes, no, he was a whaler. Uh, and whatever, they, they show a flashback scene. There's this guy named Ishmael. Uh, and it's some dude in the background with his butt crack hanging out, and, and Lisa's like, "Oh my God, is it is it the you know Captain a- Ishmael um, who sailed with uh, Captain Ahab and, and hunted Moby Dick?" And it's like, "Of course not." Uh, it's the great 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 grandfather was his all, name was also Homer, but he he was a whaler. He they catch he? whales, and he he cook the. He, well, oh. he ended up eating the whale blubber. Oh, so he didn't play for Hartford. <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke so much. <laughs> he unfortunately, Thank you so much. He unfortunately did not. Um, I appreciate that joke very, very much. But anyways, what they would, you know, when you're a whaler, you collect whale blubber and and you sell it. But Homer's this this older older generation Homer would eat it. <laughs> he would eat it, and he became so infa- infatuated with it, he had to get larger yeah, and larger chunks. So, infatuated. <laughs> so he, the, there's one time he, let's see, he ate 130% of the profits, somebody <laughs> said. So they tied him up. That doesn't uh, make mathematical sense. <laughs> <laughs> they tied him up, and then they seen, they seen Moby Dick, uh, or a, a gigantic whale. And Homer's like, oh, I can't, I can't stand it no more. I got to have that fish. And he breaks loose from being tied up, and he bites the, uh, he bites the whale on the tail as it, as it swims away. Whales are mammals. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. Uh, <laughs> Just want to educate our listeners because they might say they're fish. They're not. They're mammals. They're yes. reptiles. <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't lie to them. They lay eggs. Jeez, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> anyways, they all go downstairs. Well, they, they, the tale is that this great, 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 great grandfather, Homer, uh, was carried away, uh, away by the whale, and then, you know, that that was, you know, everybody dis- everybody who involved disappeared, and Lisa's questioning it and uh, and whatnot. But anyways, Bart, like, loves the story. He finds a harpoon in a treasure chest, and he has a dream where he wakes up and there's a whale in his bed. Oh, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> but anyways, he goes downstairs with a harpoon, and Homer's sitting on the couch in his underwear yeah, drinking a beer. That's what I thought. And he goes and hunts him. <laughs> and that's kind of the end of that. <laughs> Uh, the great, the most dangerous game. <laughs> <laughs> he's running away like a gorilla. He's like, he's kind of with his ar- just everything, arms and everything kind of moving. Uh, let's see. The last one is Bart People, which is pretty weird. Lisa goes away for a little while, comes back home, uh, and the so, something. This is actually, I really love this quote. Um, hold on. Damn pop-ups. I got to read this little panel. All right, class. Due to municipal budget belt tightening caused by expensive high-profile trials, the second, third, and fourth grades have all been combined. You'll receive one-third of the education you weren't paying attention to anyways and be (laughs) on the streets before you turn 16. Uh, Your new history project starts today. It'll be splitting you up into boy-girl groups of two. And Bart asks to be with Lisa, whatever. They get split up, but... Um, Bart is with this other girl, and he he turns into like this this cat thing. He turns into a cat, and uh, or a panther, and he chases the girl down or whatever. And, and he has some kind of issue where he can't be away from Lisa. Apparently, it's I don't know what the deal is, but he can't. If he's away from Lisa for too long, he turns into this cat thing. <laughs> 
this Panther. Has this been an ongoing plot point that I've totally missed out over 32 seasons? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I, it might ha- it honestly may have been. Uh, swept it under the rug. <laughs> <laughs> There's a really awesome fight scene where uh, Bart is the Panther and he battles Groundskeeper Willie <laughs> and then eats him. Uh, and then goes Icarumba. And uh, whatever, it keeps going on and on. Lisa kind of sees it, it uh, sees him firsthand being a, a Panther or whatever. The family goes to the zoo, and they, they whatever he got captured. Bart got captured, but they they go to the zoo and and they see Bart and Lisa, uh, you know, and realizes it's him, and that's kind of the end. It's kind of the end of it. Uh, it's wild. It's zany as all Simpsons comic books and just, well, the Simpsons in general, uh, most understandably are. It was fun. Uh, I've said it many times before. It's hard for me to have an actual genuine laughter reading comic books, but. Some of the stuff I was legit like cracking up with. That's just who I am. I laugh on the inside, not on the outside. Uh, and <laughs> reading this book, I was laughing on the outside, sitting here by myself in the dark, playing <laughs> back some carnage and reading this book. Uh, I was laughing to myself. So very, very good read. Uh, it's one of the fun elements of Spooptober that I highly, highly encourage. Uh, you know, it doesn't have to be scary, gory. It could be have just a spooky weird. element, weird element. And be fun at the same time, and that's I think that's the most important thing. We got to reiterate, but that was my book for the week. Hi, I'll take it. I, me and Matt were talking about this. I read too, like I read too much this week. I kept kept finding new books, and was like, man, I don't know what to land on. So I messaged him. I was like, pick. Am I reading funny, scary, funny or scary, but something else, and then like something harkening back to our first episode ever. It's like first episode ever. I was like, sweet. I kind of did that. Um, I didn't pick the original book I was going to pick that made sense with that. But I did read something really cool um, this week that I'm not going to review that I wanted to recommend real quick. It's called The Joker Killer Smile. Uh, Jeff Lemire written, wrote it, who, if you know, is psychological and amazing. Um, it's a three-part issue about the Joker. It's William Defoe's face, for sure, which is kind of cool. Um, it's all about his psychiatrist having a mental breakdown while trying to coach the Joker, and it's a really cool book. Um, it is more on the psychological thriller side, so I, th- I liked that book a lot. But <clears throat> with that said, I covered Vampironica, an Archie horror comic. Um, every Spooptober, I've covered an Archie horror comic. On our first ever episode, we covered Jughead the Hunger, um, yes, and there's yes, actually a Jughead the Hunger versus Ramp. Vampronica story I was going to cover, um, but I I decided to just go with this first. Just um, give the build up and you do it next I'm, week. I might do it next you week. Do it knows? next week. Yeah. And it's got Sabrina the Teenage Witch and everything in it too, so it's kind of cool. Um, but Vampronica, it starts with um, Bl- Cheryl Blossom at her house. They're having a big ho- house party. Kids are doing shots. Uh, she makes a very inappropriate comment as the Blossoms do because they're you know. She's that kind of girl. Um, and one of the guys turns around and starts growling, and she looks, and he's a vampire. Whoa, that escalated quickly. Vampire. <laughs> All of a sudden, uh, Veronica comes out, and she's dressed like, you know, a 90s vampire hunter, black leather jacket, biker gloves, even though she doesn't ride a bicycle or a motorcycle. <laughs> and no, she has a bicycle. She right? has a bicycle with a bell. Good. That's scary. I'm coming. <laughs> um, and she starts fighting the vampire, and she actually has a set of claws herself. Um, she tackles one of the vampires into the pool as another one dives at her as well. Uh, and she comes out slowly rising out of the pool as it fills with blood, and she reveals her vampire teeth as, and um, has killed both vampires. It says, cool party. Riverdale Senior High three days late- earlier. So it cuts over, and she is trying to flirt with Archie while she's, you know, cheerleading, um, and he's already got a date, so she offers to uh, instead go on a date with Reggie because she's jealous. Um, And she comes downstairs while she's, like, waiting to leave, and she's telling her parents goodbye, and both of her parents are dead in the lounge with holes in their neck. And this old man vampire grabs her by the throat uh, and says, don't worry, this will all be over soon, and and bites into her neck. Um, and she actually stabs him with like a quill pen that was on the desk, like a fountain pen. Because the pen is mightier. That's, the pen is yeah. mightier than the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> um, and jumps into her car. And as she's start trying to drive away, all of a sudden the vampire is in front of her. Um, and she actually crashes into Reggie's car and flies out. And her head scrapes across the ground. 
um, and she's covered in blood and she looks down and her teeth pop out, her eyes turn red and she, she all of a sudden goes, Reggie, you smell so good and tries to eat him uh, and stops herself and runs away. What cologne did he have? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was He just rubbed himself in one of these, what, <laughs> renews see? it. Well, I just was wondering, you know, just sometimes s- I need a little help <laughs> with the ladies. These do smell good. I don't know. These, <laughs> these make me moist when I smell them. <laughs> oh. Moist. Strong woman. And she but she realizes she's starting to heal. Um and she she's going, What's happening to me? And then it cuts to Reggie sitting in the car, uh, and the old man walks up without his vampire teeth revealed. Um and he's in like a full suit, old school pointy ears, and he says, Looks like you could use a hand, and that's where the comic ends. Um, it goes on for five issues, and then there's a second set, um, as well as the tie-in with Jughead: The Hunger. I feel the Archie horror comics are on, like, are my favorite <laughs> part of Archie. I like, I don't really go and read the Archie ho- comics, but the Archie horror comics are all so well done. Um, Greg and Meg Smallwood did this. Um, the artwork for it is is really cool. Like, I love. This artwork. Yeah, it's not what I expected. It's gorgeous. They do a really – it's a surprisingly good job because, I mean, my my like my like thought when I hear Archie is goofy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, have this, not, I think a lot of people, it's just such, right, such a strong visual association. Right. You know, I, I get like the you know, the, you know like the old Casper books and obviously yeah. Jug, you know, old Jughead and, uh, you know, just very – it's incredibly cartoony, and Riverdale not, not even in the stall. That it did, <laughs> it most certainly did. I remember when you you read that you, yeah, was it? Well, Jug had the hunger. Yeah, um, gory is all get out. Yeah, and it's it changed everything. It it, it changed my opinion of Archie comics. I'm like, oh, okay, because yeah, it's like clean cut stuff. And and and, and me being the action mm-hmm. whore, and I intended to say whore on that <laughs> yeah. that regard, not horror. <laughs> uh, I like. I, I'm not gonna go and pick up an Archie comic. No. Uh, you know, I want my superheroes. But now yeah. that like I'm, I'm more into the storytelling stuff, and, and they're going a little bit more of an adult theme. I'm like, yeah. this is something I can sink my teeth into. Boom, boom, yeah. Oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> worst. <laughs> Get jokes. <laughs> I wish I was home so I could just turn my computer up right now. <laughs> but yeah, it feels like a Buffy vampire, a Buffy comic, a lot when I was reading this, and even the art style. Um, but there is Archie Afterlife, which I think I've covered on the show, which is all—it's basically The Walking Dead with Archie. Um, there's the Jughead, the Hunger. There's Blossom Six Six Six, which is about the two Blossom twins, both finding out they're the Antichrist and fighting. <laughs> and then Sabrina the Teenage Witch, which gets super dark. Um, all that same version they turned into the show. Yeah. Uh, so suit they're really cool comics. Sabrina's in a lot of oh, and the Archie versus Predator one and two, which is super cool. Um, one I covered where Sabrina actually gets her spine ripped out by the Predator while she's trying to to summon well, something he, to fight him. That's what he collects. So it's such, but it's such a cool comic. Like you wouldn't go like oh Archie horror that sounds great. It, oh, it it's better than Riverdale too because it doesn't it plays on the the tropes but it doesn't like force them down your throat. It still has like this goofy vibe to it, while being crazy, um, and I, I I'm glad I read it. I had a lot of fun. No, it was a good one. I'm glad you brought that one up. Uh, we don't get to do too much uh, in that realm as far as comic books go. So um, it's a great book. Great book, uh, William. I, I went with something that I I normally never would have picked up. So that's why this this is cool because it's it's getting me out of my comfort range. I was looking around the comic shop and I. I've always kind of liked Red Sonia. You know, nice looking, powerful chainmail underwear. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Sucker for redheads. <laughs> but uh this caught my eye because it the comic book cover is uh it's a play on the uh famous Amazing Spider-Man 103. Oh. Todd McFarlane, but instead of Spider-Man, it's evil That's Red Eddie. Sonia. Hmm. That's Red Sonia. And <laughs> Matt, you've never heard of Red Sonia before? I've heard the name, but I have never laid her my eyes like on her. Vampirella all kind of pull to the same. Uh, uh, put the audience. Hawaiian Oasis down now. <laughs> I, I have to use I have to use the restroom. <laughs> but the the comic book the cover's really neat. It's a paying homage to Amazing Spider-Man 103 by Todd McFarlane, where it's uh, evil Ernie, who is a character I knew by name, but not oh, anything okay. else about. But instead of 
he's in the classic Spider-Man pose, but he's swinging on entrails. <laughs> and instead of the the uh, Spider-Man logo, it is a smiley face with crossbones, which apparently is called Smiley the Psychotic Button, um, which Evil Ernie has conversations with. So, something I learned. I'm intrigued. Yes. So it starts off with uh, kind of giving you a backstory, and it's Red Sonia, and in uh, years years past starts once upon a time there was a warrior and there was a wizard uh, and they were in constant battle to the point where they didn't even realize why they were at battle uh, and it says it normally ended in death which then we see red sonia lopping the head off of this wizard who looks like one of the orcs from like lord of the rings um but as the head's rolling down the stairs uh it says that i'm gonna be back again and she goes no not this time and she stomps down on the head and then she reaches up to the decapitated body, and she pulls off a necklace with an eyeball for a pendant, which is kind of cool looking. Mm. And then uh, it shows her tra- traveling out to sea with this little old man with a old-timey boat, and it shows her throwing it into the ocean to rid the world of it because this necklace apparently has necromancing powers, brings people back from the dead. Uh, we then cut to uh, Mistress Hell, who looks kind of like uh, it, she. It says she's the incarnation of death, and she looks like you know you see death in the Marvel books. You've seen death like she's got a cloak, scantily clad. She's got uh, oddly a ram skull for a cod piece, um, and it shows her trying God to <laughs> to uh, recruit Evil Ernie, who was described as Hell's hitman. Uh, she's trying to recruit him to track down this amulet. What was Where's her name? Bert? What was her name? Her name is Mistress Hell. Oh, I typed in Mistress Death, and a lot of weird stuff came up. <laughs> There's, I'm not even gonna say it on air. Uh, all right, continue. I'm sorry. No, no worries. <laughs> so uh, he, you know, Evil Ernie's like, "What's in it for me?" And she says, "You know, it can give you the power of a god." Um, then we cut over. As she's in mid-explanation, you still think she's talking to Evil Ernie, but she's not. She's actually talking to a character named Jade, who is a master vampire and a crime boss. And she kind of looks a little bit like Jade from Mortal Kombat. Um, as we we're introduced to this character, she's in her den and lair, and we see bodies hanging upside down who are still alive, and she's feeding on them. Um, and again, she's trying. Death is trying to convince Jade, this vampire, to go after this amulet. And again, she says, what's in it for me? Same sales pitch. But then we see that she's now talking to a character called Sakara, or I guess she's also known as Purgatory. And she's described as a godlike being. And it's a woman in a bathrobe swirling a goblet of wine. um, And she's trying to convince her to go after this amulet. And she says again, "Why? what's in it for me? And she says, this will give you the power of the gods. And she says, I'm already a god. And then all of a sudden she turns into this devil creature that the best way I could describe it is... She looks like Tim Curry's uh, Darkness, Lord of Darkness from Legend. Okay. I know she looks just like about. that, just a female version. They start battling. It looks like she's super powerful, but, you know, Mistress Death just grabs her by the throat, says, you know, this will actually give you godlike powers instead of just you thinking you have godlike powers. So now we cut to the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City, and we see two security guards arguing we don't know what about and he says it's calling to me no it's calling to me i want it i want it and then all Poor of a sudden guys. we see the security guard just deck the other one he starts bludgeoning him with his fists and we look in the background and there's the amulet with the eyeball and he's walking over to it and all of a sudden whoop here's evil ernie and he just impales his head as he simultaneously impales his anus <laughs> i wasn't expecting that <laughs> so he tosses the security guard over and he goes now i'm gonna get this amulet um I don't know what the sorceress sees in it. I've never really been a guy for accessories. And this is where his button, psychotic button, talks up. And he said, he says this to his best friend, a talking accessory. And this is just a button on his jacket that talks to him. It's apparently. Bert. Yeah, there Bert it is. The so uh, he's telling the thing to shut up. So all of a sudden, he's going to go get this amulet. But bam, there's Jade. She comes in. She starts having a fight with evil Ernie. Uh, she's going after the amulet as she's about to grab it. All of a sudden, she's stabbed through the chest with a sword, and we're introduced to Chastity, who is a half-human, half-vampire hunter, and she can't be sensed by the undead. That's how she was able to sneak up on this vampire. She's I know got a girl a, named Chastity. She, she's got a she's got a mohawk. She's got some fishnets, probably just like the Chastity, you know. 
This is her. This it is her. Probably is her. So, <laughs> Chastity and Jade. These names. Who? I wonder where they do for day jobs. <laughs> uh, they start fighting. They're night jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Matters what time of day. Maybe, maybe they've had better days, and that's why they're on the day shift. Hey, no longer on the night shift. Hey, it's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> On the day shift, you get the buffet with it, too, though. <laughs> yeah, and they only do pop. I learned that in wrestling. <laughs> so these two start brawling. All of a sudden, Evil Ernie, he's getting back into it, but he goes, wait, I'm just going to let these chicks battle it out because he's enjoying what he's seeing. And then all of a sudden, he goes, what else could go wrong tonight? And here comes Sakara or... Purgatory, the demon-like being. She flies in, and now she's into the foire. She's going for the the amulet necklace. So now everybody's fighting back and forth. Nobody's coming out on top. And then all of a sudden, right as Purgatory is about to grab the amulet, she's shot. Okay, we look up. We see kind of the red dot of a sniper bullet. And then we are introduced to Catherine Bell, also known as Bad Kitty. And she hunts monsters. That's all she does. She hunts monsters, <laughs> literal and figurative, they say. Mm. So now she's raining down bullets. Uh, they're magic bullets, we find out. And uh, as Does she, she have cat ears or something? No, she's, okay. she, she's just uh, wearing a cloak. She just looks a... like a normal blonde wearing a wearing a cloak. Okay. That's it. <laughs> I knew girls in middle school who did that sort of thing. Named themselves Bad Kitty or wore cloaks? Both. Yeah. <laughs> It was a, it was it was a cult thing. They hang out, hung out in like the shadows and, and all that. But yeah, that's what bleacher kids. That's bleacher, what bleacher she's kid. doing, hiding out in the shadows. Did they have sniper rifles too? <laughs> I mean, it is Niagara magic. Fall. It was Niagara Falls, so probably. <laughs> Wait, she's got magic bullets. Up, oh, we solved the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> it took a couple decades, but we did it. So she fires out another round, and it's a flashlight. It's a huge, like the whole room is illuminated by light, and then it. Travels back, and we see a crack of lightning. We see Red Sonia again coming to shore with the fishermen that they went out and threw the amulet away. Uh, she goes, hey, let's go. We're going to go have a beer. As they're walking up the stairs, the old man is grabbed on the head. Red Sonia turns around, and he's being devoured by zombie children. Not zombie, vampire children. They're all white. They're albino vampire children. And they're just going to town on this poor guy. So she comes over, lops both their heads off. She realizes her friend is not long for this world, so she chops his head off. She grabs his head. She goes, well, I'll have a drink with you. And as she's heading back up to town, we see um, Chastity. She's She's been around for quite a while. She's right behind Red Sonia, about to attack. Uh, to be continued, I believe this is a five-part series, and this is issue one. Issue two is actually going to be on sale tomorrow. So, Oh, it's a new, new book. New, new book. Yeah, that's so, a really cool I cover. like that. Yeah. yeah artwork's nice. Um, yeah. Something S- I never would have picked up. But Super 80s. Like, Red Sonja is, like, oh, yeah. female Conan. Yeah. That, I mean, yes. I believe... <laughs> I believe that was the, the Red Sonja movie, Schwarzenegger was in it, <laughs> but he wasn't like they didn't call him Conan. It was just like it was uh, implied. Yes, 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 I got you. I so, got you. And Bridget Nielsen played uh, Red Sonja. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. It, it yep. is. It's like Red Sonja, Vampirella. That whole like yeah. This is a dynamite book. Yeah. Um, so. And Definitely kind of cool. Dynamite does like Army of Darkness. I'm pretty sure there's been a they crossover do like, at some point. Oh, they do tons of crossovers. Yeah. It's I mean, it's real heavy on the crossovers. There. You, me and Mike uh, have talked about it because I've covered it on here. Have you read the... Hey, if it was good enough for Sly, it's good enough <laughs> for you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like David Bowie. That was big back then. Yeah, you're right. right. Have you read the <laughs> Army of Darkness Bubba Hotep co- crossover? No, I got to find that. Awesome. Is it? <laughs> only imagine i love bubba hotep that's such an underrated it's, gem it's a great crossover oh boy man we're already all the way through yeah we went it went quick tonight we're under an hour which is weird for us <laughs> i might actually get a decent night's sleep tonight no not allowed <laughs> not that it matters it's not like i have to be up in the morning one last bit of news i totally forgot about <gasps> but it reminded me when you were talking about the zaniness of the simpsons the animaniacs are coming back oh, that's right 
They, and they showed are, like a sneak peek of oh, it. Oh, did you see it? it was, I haven't watched it. It was yet. amazing. It it feels classic. It's so good. I'm gonna make you guys watch it. If you guys grew watch up on it, the so trailer the trailer for it is amazing. You just reminded me as well. <laughs> Another piece of news: uh, Ducktales has an hour long special coming out featuring none other than Darkwing Duck. Oh, he was featured in the show. He He's having actor. a full special hour long episode where he actually is Darkwing. That's gonna be great. So I'm I'm super excited for that. You just reminded me. Yeah, Animaniacs is great. I I speaking of DuckTales, I was just told an amazing mnemonic device to remember the three nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. I was told Huey is red because he's the brightest hue. Louie is green mm-hmm. because L and leaf. Dewey is blue because dew drops of water. I will never forget them. Exa- now. I almost did forget, and I was gonna be like, I just. I just re- remember about them by their voice actors now yep, from yep. the new one. Yep. <laughs> well, the new one's nice because they actually have differentiating personalities. Yes. Whereas the original one, they were just three clones of the same mm-hmm. character. So. And it's I know like all the actors are popular actors. So, and so good. So I love it. DuckTales is great. See, listeners, if you didn't listen to Animaniacs, to, if you didn't listen to the panel discussion, you would have not have known. You would never know for the rest of your life how to separate Huey, Dewey, and Louie. I, I you're welcome. welcome. You I'm are. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. That's why you got to tune in every. That week. has plagued me for decades. <laughs> It's plagued humankind. All three for a of them millennia. are ducks. <laughs> Which one's a duck? They all are. Um, that's yeah. That's a wrap on this episode, uh, listeners. One more week of Spooptober. Hopefully, Mike will be back. He told me he plans to uh, to double up next week for the Predator vs Superman oh. book. So he was really upset that he didn't get to read part two tonight. He's upset. I'm on pins and needles. Who's going to win that fight? I know. I want to know. Is Superman going to call on Danny Glover? A pregnant lady is going to come and win. (laughs) (laughs) Just pregnant Wonder Woman. Well, that doesn't make any sense. How'd that happen? (laughs) It's a teen book. I saw the cover. It said teen plus. How are they going to have Teens fornication? Teens get pregnant. There's a whole show about it. Yeah, but they won't. Like, are they going to imply the fornication? What's going to happen? She's probably far along if the predator can notice it. Uh, what's he, is he going to rip the baby's spine? This is too no, graphic. he's scared of the baby. Why would he be scared of a baby? You've watched the movies. He Predator 2, he wouldn't kill the lady because she was pregnant. No, and, in, and in Alien versus he Predator. He wasn't afraid of it. He's scared of it. That's my theory. Has he got like parenting issues? Did he Maybe. Like, leave someone yeah. back on their home world? And he's like, oh, this is full circle. <laughs> Bad, karma. Of her. Bad karma. Bad karma. I left not signs. she predator up, and I... Got out of town. He's got a thing with spines, so they're wait, wild. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Where, where do you think predators insert to do all that with the face, or they got a the just like tendon thing? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm I'm disturbed. <laughs> I was feeling really good with Red Sonia, but uh, tendrils—that's the word, not tendon. Tendril. They tendril. Well, because like Arnold, Arnold called the predator that thing. Yeah. So is that where it goes to in- impregnate? There or is it somewhere? It's like Avatar. They're dreadlocks. Just oh, plug okay. in. <laughs> Thank you. That makes sense to me. Oh dear God! <laughs> Anybody else bothered how forcefully he connected with that dragon? That dragon didn't seem willing. <laughs> are, are we talking about Donkey about from Shrek or Avatar? Oh, okay. We're at <laughs> Donkey from Shrek also forcefully connected with the dragon. So. Yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> Donkey did. didn't seem into it. At first, the dragon did. Yeah, but the, with Avatar, that dragon that he forced himself on, he didn't. That dragon didn't seem willing to go. The banshee. Yeah. No, there wasn't. Uh, what's the word? Consensual. It's, yes, it wasn't yeah. consensual. <laughs> yeah. And those, anyway. the, the trees haven't consented. <laughs> the Navi just go around doing what they please with their tendrils. It's just space Pocahontas. Did you ever notice that? Oh yeah, I had a. a a f- good friend of it, Josh Inferno. He he he. When he used to work at Blockbuster Video, he called me up and he goes, "Hey, I'm gonna read you three movie descriptions and you tell me which is which." And he read me Pocahontas, Dances with Wolves, and Avatar. And, and he just the left same. off the person, place, and things, and it's the same dang movie. It's literally he the worked same at Blockbuster movie. forever. Oh yeah, he He's was had, like the greatest jobs at people that people who work like I, I'm like on the outside looking in. I'm like, man, I would have loved to work at Blockbuster. Man, I would have loved to work at GameStop. He was and my he, boss at GameStop for a while. And he's just like, no, nah, it's not that great, bro. Yeah. No. <laughs> he, he has said numerous times. He goes, no, it's not. It's not good. <laughs> it's cool. And then it's not. It's cool yeah. for like a couple of days. Yeah. That's how I felt about Target before I worked there for a while. But 
Um, it's probably just like gigolos. They probably don't have a good time at work either. No. At first. <laughs> <laughs> probably great. You can only have so much of a good thing. <laughs> Donut taste tester? It's probably not that great after a while. <laughs> Until next time. Remember, not you all ask, superheroes wear gigolo. capes. Some have podcasts. Ask a gigolo what? Cut off. They probably don't enjoy it. <laughs>